<laughs> we definitely post a lot of uh, great Sicilian memes on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. and add me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> on my personal Facebook. Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Ready? I'm ready. Cool. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We've got a very special guest today, comedian all the way from Melbourne, Andrew Portelli. How are you, mate? I'm good. Hello, fellas. Comedian and author. Comedian and author. Fuck, oh, wow. like, yeah. I didn't do enough research. No, that's okay. <laughs> I haven't published anything. <laughs> I thought that would be cool. Manifesto. <laughs> manifesto. I've written a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find. I just authored. Author. Yeah, I authored an email at work the other day to my <laughs> boss saying I'm on leave. Yeah. Yeah. All my stuff will be published after I my death by cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're going out. Something uh, to look forward to, <laughs> listeners. If you That's see Portelli in the newspaper, yeah. we got some new reading stuff yeah, coming. Yeah, death by cop. That's a bit better than like death by fireman or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just help me down off this tree yeah. or I'll jump. You know? Of all the public servants to yeah. go out by. <laughs> it's the only one that has <laughs> some sort of mystique about it. And so we're here today to talk about the Perth city Fremantle. Mm. The WA city Fremantle. Oh, yeah. Oh, Perth, Okay, yeah, this is a Queen right. Canberra thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone through this before. What was yeah. that pronunciation there? Fremantle? Is that how you is say it? it? Fremantle? I thought Fremantle? it was Fremantle. Um, so like, the way that uh, I would say it is Fremantle, okay. but the way that my um, Italian, uh, my, my nonna would say it would be Fremantle. So you're kind of mm. you're kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. James sort of the nonna of this of, pod. Putting <laughs> a little bit of European flair on it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Fremantle. I kept spelling it wrong and that's because it, in my head, it was two E's. Fremantle. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's the extent of my research. <laughs> <laughs> there's one E in Fremantle. Well, there's two. It was Google, like, did you mean? And Drew's like, oh, let me get my pen. I'll write this down. Uh, but you're in Melbourne now. But, yeah, born, raised, grew up, Freo. Yeah, when yeah. You, how we like, what age did you leave? Uh, I think I was 28. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Long stint. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it is it is a Freo, Perth. Rivalry, like cross the, is it a river? Like what? What separates? Absolutely. The, yeah. So the Swan River. Yeah. Mm. So you, uh, same as I don't know if you've got it in in Sydney, but it's the same in Melbourne. But you've got north of the river, south of the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have north, north of, the bridge, of the bridge, south of the bridge, bridge yeah. sort of thing. But I mean, you wouldn't say it's a different city, but there's a there's a rivalry. There's a there's a North Shore snootiness and a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Is Frio the working class? It used to be. Mm. Now. Uh, it's it's a very expensive place mm-hmm. to to buy. It's still not that crazy to live, but mm. it's it got kind of a hippie vibe. Is the impression yeah. I got from it? Like absolutely, John Butler's from there. Yeah, One my my uncle knows him. Oh really? Yeah, oh. and my friend used to work for him for John yeah. Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the band. Uh, no, I think she was. Are they the trio? Of, is that the trio? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was responsible for his dreadlocks. I, I can't remember. <laughs> well, that's a big accusation. Yeah. <laughs> I think like dreadlock maintenance, and then, uh, tuning his slide guitar, and, yeah. and maybe maintaining his djembe or something. <laughs> that is a full time job. It is. Yeah. Oh man, I did. Know, so you're Italian background, and it's an Italian community. There is it. Is it a little bit of a, a, a vibe in in Frio? Italian background. Ground and foreground, yeah. And foreground. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Frio was the first uh, port that a lot of Italian migrants uh, stopped at when they arrived in Australia. Yeah. 
And some of them got off and then some of them continued to Melbourne. Mm. And I'm not really sure what happened to the others. I think some of them ended up in Sydney, but I'm not sure. About <laughs> yeah, we got a couple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did see, uh, I, I thought that might be the case when I saw that Fremantle was the second most concreted council in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There they go, those yeah. Italians. There are so many like um, houses with uh, concrete lions yes. and, and the water fountains and stuff like that. Oh, I love yeah. it. That rules. That is, yeah. We've That's got a little it. bit around in Marrickville's Portuguese and um, Italian. Where are the Italians in a... a like five what? dock area. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's similar. There's just some old classic beautiful concreted... Beautiful. Lions out the front. Yeah. You know, is that, and the, and is that the, your uh, family home? Did you have the full Italian? Uh, no, my, because my parents are... My mum came over when she was six and my dad was born here. So they're kind of, I guess, first, I don't know, first or second generation, whatever, but they are more Australianized. Right. Yeah. So they have a different, yeah. different vibe. Do, do, do they have the old Italian guys just sitting in the front yard, just seven or eight old Italian guys <laughs> sitting there just talking to each other all day, every day? Yeah, well, so when I go back to, to WA, I always um, go to Frio with, my nonno and then his friends who are all his age, like they're like <laughs> Italian men in their 80s. Yeah. And we go for a walk around Fremantle and then just sort of comment on, you know, like how uh, a lot of the shops have closed <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like the way that the people are dressing. Um, and then we go and sit and have a coffee at yeah. Benny's. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I always, I've always so jealous of that. I just – some there was a – I think they're Italian, but it was a, a cafe in Redfern that would just be yeah, seven or eight, you know, 70 to 80 year old yeah. Italian guys just sitting there all day, just drinking coffee in just sort of simmering conversation. Nothing's really being said, but no one's, it's not awkward. And I'm just like, man, I'd love, that would oh, be the that, line. That is living. Yeah. Um, the there's, there's a word for it. I can't think of what it was, but there is like an Italian term for the guys in Italy, the old guys who will go and just Spend all day watching construction sites. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> what they do. They're just sitting there, and there's like a, on the yeah. Wikipedia page, it's like a photo of a guy just standing with his arms, yeah, arms behind him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just is, appraising. Is it like I'll make sure I think if it's it's like, something's out of line? I'm gonna, or is it more like train watching? Is it sort of? I, I reckon it must be a little bit like I'll see if these guys can do as yeah, good a job as I would have done, right. sort of thing. Is that straight? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure the construction workers love it. Just your yeah, uncle yeah, and his yeah. mates just looking over your shoulder while you're trying to fucking build something. Um, and obviously there's like Freo, um, the Dockers, uh, the team there, right? Yeah. The huge AFL team. I found one, that, that was kind of like a hindrance when I'm trying to do research and every third article is something to do with it with the Dockers. But mm -hmm. I found one um, guy, a couple of headlines that I like. This is for the same incident. Fremantle Docker, Michael Johnson, in quote, uh, dropped pants before punching teacher <laughs> in Leaderville kebab shop. Yeah. Uh, second headline, AFL star being investigated over, quote, half-naked kebab shop fight. <laughs> oh, uh -oh. <laughs> and then my favourite was Fremantle docker Michael Johnson fined over pants down punch at, <laughs> at kebab shop. Um, and he goes... I love the order of that. The pants are down, then the punch. I know. It's not like punching well, and then pants down in celebration. Well, like, there's a little sort of backstory okay. as to how that ha occurred. Um so he claims, Michael Johnson uh, claims he was protecting his wife when he punched a teacher in a Leaderville kebab shop. Uh, Johnson, 32, went on trial in Perth uh, Magistrate Court this morning, charged with assault, occasioning bodily harm after the early morning fracas in the fast food outlet. 
the court was told that Mr. Johnson entered the kebab shop being loud and a nuisance at about 3.45 a.m. before dropping his pants as he stood in the queue. <laughs> so I think he's just having a bit of fun. Like, Sorry. You know? yeah, just <laughs> yeah. a bit. He's Come just, on. That's a, just like, that's a lark. Um, but his wife's there too. His wife's like, there. That's cool. I and think like, she thinks it's pretty funny. She turns in the line. She's like, he always does. This is like his bit. <laughs> Wait for Look at his... Yeah. <laughs> I own that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, mine. <laughs> but you'd like to take a ride on this bad boy. <laughs> well, he goes. Uh, so, th- bear in mind, this is three. F- this is quarter to four in the morning in a kebab shop. Uh, giving evidence, Mr. Johnson said that on the night he had been to a wedding at the Royal Perth Yacht Club, and then a nightclub. And then he said, on a scale of one to ten, he estimated his level of intoxication was a five. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta say that. You got a a little bit of a buzz in the kebab shop line. That's the bouncer. I've had three beers tonight. You know, you gotta say it. He basically he said he damaged his trousers on the night when he jumped on a bench, and then he said he was. Just being silly when he let his pants fall to the floor, yeah. which I love that. Like we've all been there. We, yeah, yeah. We've all been a little bit silly. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, basically he said like some. I think some teachers just g'd him up, and so he just knocked him out. But man, I love that guy just being like, I was like, I was, I was tipsy. You know, I'd been to a nightclub, been to a wedding, three forty-five. I'm in a kebab With my shop. Wife in a kebab about shop. a five. Did my, my, <laughs> my pants around my ankles. Yeah, I'm at five. Did my little trick. No one liked it, so I punched a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, story checks out. Exactly. Know? Is it a is it at a nightclubby area, Frio? Is it is it an entertainment strip? There are nightclubs. I mean, it's, it's changed a lot over the years. But um, so the two, the two big nightclubs, um, I guess when I was growing up were um, Metros, uh, which is short for Metropolis, yep. Metros Frio, and then also there was one called the Clink. Mm. Which was a jail theme because <laughs> Fremantle has uh, an old prison. Yeah, that's still standing. It's not. It's not in use now. But um, what a fun theme for a nightclub. Yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah. to hold up like the mugshot stuff and get your photo taken. That would be cool. Like a little photo. I can't believe they haven't done. I'm taking over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then and th- so I mean there is nightlife there, but it's kind of changed. And now uh, there's always been a lot of pubs, and I think now the shift is towards more pub culture than. Then, then clubs, club yeah. Yeah, 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 with the yeah. brewery and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had, didn't you have? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the Clink and Metros came up heaps in my research just well, because I was doing a, my classic research of you knew you grew up in Fremantle when and hitting <laughs> Google and hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I found two, and both of them were like, if you've had a long night at the Metros or the Clink, yeah. that's how you know you grew yeah. up in Fremantle. And they're yeah. both shut down now, right? I think Metros is still going. I mean, I. I reckon, I mean, I only probably went there like twice. Right, right. I remember going there and, I mean, there were, there were just, there were so many dudes there that it was crazy. Like, it was, you know. It was and a male jail. It, it was. was <laughs> yeah. Segregated. Yeah, it was, it was, and, and just like, you know, like tight, tight, tight tops. Oh, yeah. yes. Just not really. How, how I mean, you <laughs> know what I, you can see me like. <laughs> not, not really yeah. my scene. Not, not your scene. Yeah. Your pants keep falling down. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I'm being silly. Yeah. Some pretty deep V-necks there, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Down to the belly button. Crazy deep. But now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. I like it. I found a couple of reviews of the clink, which there weren't some, like, because it's closed down, <laughs> there's just, like, it's a graveyard of, like, old yeah. reviews. Um, both one star. One good club if you're white and small-minded. Oh, so, I mean I that know. that could yeah. go in. That could be like a five star review as well. Or right? I don't know. What's yeah, the five star review version. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I'm white, small minded. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I had a great time. 
And then the other one was um, PJ Connolly, who looks like he's in his 70s. So I was like, man, this is probably not for you. But he writes, worst nightclub ever. Only the drunkest of the drunk survived a night there. Mm. Again, this is this guy's like probably in his 60s. <laughs> oh, PJ, that is not for you. Um, the clink, eh? I just love they had to have a jail theme for a nightclub. Well, like, is the jail now a tourist track? Like, yeah. So it's just an old, you, you take, like the Melbourne jail, right? Yeah. You can get but I, think, I think it only stopped running in the 90s. As oh, a, right. as a jail. Yeah. As a jail. As a jail. Yeah. So there were people there, like, I think... PJ know, was like, probably a... <laughs> Terminator 2 had come out <laughs> and people still there. It's like, it's built of, it's made of limestone, I think, and there are no toilets. Like, you had a bucket that you... Oh, oh, my God. So that was in the 90s. Holy wow. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Alcatraz, so, like, like re- escape from Alcatraz. Recently. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I mean, the clink and Metro's one. And one thing I found that, like, everyone from Fremantle was uh, talking about on Facebook and stuff after this 25 things, only people from Freo understand, was uh, the displays of emotion at Hungry Jack's Fremantle after going to Metro's and the clink. Yeah. And so, like, I Googled it. I thought there might be some funny reviews or maybe, like, a Reddit thread or stuff. But when I Googled Hungry Jack's Fremantle, there were, like, five articles from, like, the biggest (laughs) Perth newspapers about how it was shutting down and how it was an institution. Yeah. It's just Hungry Jack's on a main strip. And so, like, there were, like, the I think the Facebook article about, like, it being closed down had, like, 7,000 comments on it. And the top one was from a woman called Rachel Bunny, and it just said, I gave head in the disabled toilets in HJs. (laughs) Tear face emoji, hashtag the end of an era. (laughs) Damn. Holy shit. And I was the recipient. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. It says says edit. It was Andrew Portelli. (laughs) She's Um, using HJs in a different way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, um, yeah, I... I I saw a guy spew on his own shoes in Ooh. line at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> on his own shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just inside. Yeah. Okay. So, so it not was even attached to his feet. Like. No, no, no. He, he I don't know if I've shoes. explained this. Correctly. <laughs> yeah. He was standing. He just spewed downward. Oh, good lord. Down. Onto his own. Onto himself. Okay. Onto his own shoes, and then. When an order. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah. Hell. It was, it was, it was. A lot of the there. memories about how the toilets are hell on earth. Like it's <laughs> shit with vomit on top, and then like as a little cherry on top of the Sunday, like used needles poking out of oh, them. Good Lord. So, and then here's a, here's another uh, comment. Uh, from a woman named Melinda. And it says, Laura, my favorite memory here is when you ate a burger, forgot you ate it, then started yelling at the guy behind the counter asking for your burger until they made you go back and watch CCTV footage of you <laughs> eating the burger. <laughs> <laughs> so then she was like, ah, you got me. <laughs> oh, it's and then one more from a guy named Adam. I visited HJ's in Frio around three times in the last six months, always on a Wednesday around 5.30 p.m. I was the only paying customer customer and shared the seating area with about three or four homeless people and their shopping trolleys. Now, I'm not judging anyone as homelessness <laughs> can happen to anyone, but HJ's is a business and put simply, the Frio branch was probably losing money. Personally, I'd like to see an out-of-town burger joint like Wendy's or Five Guys, but logistics might put a stop to that. But I agree, please no more Italians. <laughs> and there's, say that. Uh, yeah, that was the last sentence. And there's no mention of Italians in the story or any of the comments. But he's like, yeah, I agree. Let's get rid of the Italians. Did you just assume the homeless guys are Italian or something? <laughs> I don't know. Or aware of It just seemed like a no complete logical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's unreal. 
Guy. But yeah, people love the the HJs in uh, Fremantle. Yeah, is it? It's it's not one of those like you know how sometimes you'll put like a KFC or HJs or something in a like a nice old building. It, it's just a normal. It's just a hunger jacks. Um, I mean, it was in an oldish building. It was probably built in the seventies or something. Okay, <laughs> I was pitching like a sandstone, nice no, Victorian. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a seventies red brick HJs. No, yeah. no, just a, your regular hungry, freestanding hungry <laughs> jacks. Yeah, why is it so like? Mm. Why is everyone so into? Well, because it? it's across the road from both places, so it's the like, and it was open late. Yeah, all right. Once you get out of the clink. Yeah, first taste of freedom. Yeah, out once of the you've served your time, you go over to H Shirts and get it. <laughs> get a, a lot H-J. of people mentioning the bacon deluxe, so that sounds like the menu item to try. <laughs> that's on at every hungry jack. <laughs> no, I think, it's a, I think it's a Freeman. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Freeman. <laughs> Gotta try the bacon deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever find yourself in the Freeman, <laughs> <laughs> they'll make it for you fresh. I'll eat, <laughs> it. I'll, I'll eat it. I'll be like, that was so good. I want another one. I'm just gonna tell them they didn't give it to me. <laughs> I st- I'm still traumatized for a bacon deluxe because that used to be my go-to burger when I was a kid. And I went to a friend's house once and the whole family was like, we're having uh, Hungry Jack's for dinner. Get in the car. And they're like, just order anything you want. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm getting a bacon deluxe. They all get their like Whoppers, Whopper Junior, whatever. And I was like, one bacon deluxe. And then the mum like turns around like, because it was more expensive than the other burger. She's like, all right, bacon deluxe, huh? Yeah, all right. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, rich, richy, richy, richy over here. And I was just so embarrassed. Like, Barely eat my. I had to take the bacon off the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's even more disrespectful. Yeah. You're just like, I order this and yeah, I, more like and I throw away the best ingredient. <laughs> Drew's eating it with a knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> like cutlery with this. Can I go into the box? bathroom so I can change into my tuxedo to wear <laughs> it? I get locked off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I mean, Hungry Jacks would be the biggest franchise in, in Australia if. You could get sucked off. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, that's be like, a way to finally beat Mackers. <laughs> I didn't actually get sucked off. I paid for a suck off, um, and it did not Alex, happen. Uh, <laughs> review this CCTV yeah. just or- on ordering on the touchpad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would rule. Figuring out if you feel like getting sucked off today. Like, yeah. do I want a side of getting sucked off? I do want the bacon deluxe though. They make yeah. it fresh here. Could you send it out before I eat? <laughs> <laughs> I found uh, Frio's home to WA's biggest pest as a person, by the way. Tash Peterson. You guys heard of Tash Peterson? No. No. She's a vegan protester. Okay. Which we are against vegans on this pod officially. Uh, Really? No, we're not. (laughs) Is this like an Isaac Butterfield? Yeah, we're trying to. You're from Newcastle. I am from Newcastle. (laughs) You're tall. Take the boy out. But uh, (laughs) no, she seems like this. She was named by uh, WA's, the West Australian as one of. Uh, WA's biggest pest, but she basically is a vegan protester and she storms. She's pro. She's like run on AFL matches, KFC, like covered in blood, holding signs. Um, she went into a fish restaurant in Fremantle, yelling at everyone there, contributing to the fish holocaust, oh, <laughs> which is <sorry. laughs> a bit of an escalation there. But um, uh, I'm a fish holocaust <laughs> <laughs> so, Six million fish. Do not, <laughs> do not edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> believe out fish. Yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll be a good reel for us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put up our Isaac Butterfield. <laughs> Get the retweet. <laughs> uh, but uh, p- 
she shouted at everybody with a pre-written speech on her phone and yelled at everyone that they're contributing to the Holocaust, da da da. And uh, that her? She's yeah, very sexy. Yeah, well, Drew's <laughs> Drew's very interested in that angle. Hold on, she's a babe. <laughs> Not everyone's watching on the filmed versions. Yeah, Drew just leans over and looks at an A4 piece of paper and is like, "Oh, hello." Uh, I'll have the veggie deluxe now. Yeah, um, wouldn't mind going to Hungry Jack's with her. Absolutely. But uh, I'll meet par- you in the disabled. Early. <laughs> <laughs> um, Diners shouted at her to go away and shut up. Which, put on you guys. <laughs> wow. Get her out of there. And then she was banned from every licensed venue in the state. So she's completely wow. banned. This is a protest of her um, uh, something with a sign, plant-powered penises last longer. So, Drewy. Okay. And it also says, we only fuck vegans. So, Drew, well, you really have one option I'm, here. I'm pledging to not eat another... Animal again, <laughs> and so she, uh, yeah, she like protests everywhere. It's through blood all over everything. But um, yeah, she's named as WA's bigot pest. But of course, she is a fucking vaccine denier, a fucking COVID uh-huh. denier. So I, I don't did, know I how they always like overlap somehow. But uh, she got kicked out of a regional IGA uh, for not wearing a mask, and she said, "I decided to make the decision to say I have a medical exemption," and uh, they were very condescending to me. And she finished it with, um, you're violating discrimination act as an animal rights activist. That includes humans. And I will speak <laughs> up against any oppression or any injustice that I come across. Oh my Lord. So she's Fremantle's finest. That, that is a very Fremantle thing. Yeah. Like, there is, it's Fremantle has that sort of strain of like Byron-esque, mm, uh, mm. like as in Byron Bay. Yeah. Um, not the poet. N- yeah. <laughs> not, not Lord Byron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. People who, um, uh, like there's an overlap and enjoy like the alternate like spirituality yes. and all that fucking a lot shit. of crystal stores <laughs> shit there is a there is a crystal store um mm. a really actually like a very profitable one called the pickled fairy mm. um and this i think there's also like a magic store and there's a buddhist now like a, a buddhist store um yeah there's all that shit and there's a weed store called joint venture shout out That's is cool. it le- legal there or is it like is no. it medical no, so it's just they just sell bongs. It's like off your tree. Okay, uh, yeah, right, yeah. Right. it's yeah. a weed themed store. Right, basically. right. Uh, yeah, yeah. They don't sell weed, but they, I mean, they sell like bongs and mm-hmm. um, grinders and shit like that. Yeah, but it has that that culture of the, the Hippie lefty town. hippiness, and then all absolutely, of a sudden yeah. So that's the like kind of John Butler scene. Oh, yeah, like that was all tied in together. Yeah, there was right. a few bands I saw like. Well, people who were you know yeah, in bands. Um, it was like uh, Jebediah, Eskimo Joe. Yeah, yes, yeah. My Harlan uncle knows. Jebediah. Uh-huh. He's a, he was a Freo musician for a long time. Okay. Yeah. I was going to um, say, is he like a record exec? Because he's like, no, he knows no, John no. Butler. He knows. No. Um, and uh, yeah, es- Eskimo Joe. Um, I think, um, fuck, I can't remember his name now. The, and that big cunt that was on Australian Idol is the brother of the guy in Eskimo Joe, I think. Not um, Matt yeah. Corby. No, no. I can't remember his name. He's a big cunt. Yeah, Google Freeman or Big Um, I've got another guy who I guess <clears throat> it's very similar like the whole like you say, with the whole vegan anti vax crossover and there's yeah. a whole like you associate vegan hippies with like lefties but then anti vaxxers there's all this like weird right wing yeah, like it's a bullshit. Yeah, thing, exactly. Right? Come around, yeah. This guy is um a dude. I don't know if you know, if you've ever heard of this guy, um, Portelli. His, wo- his online name is Woden the Bogan. Oh, yeah. 
So Woden, for anyone who doesn't know, is not only a suburb in Canberra, but it is like a Norse god. I think of like war or something. <laughs> more more known as a Norse god than a yeah. suburb in Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that's what's first So not, not Odin. No, no, this is Woden. Woden. So this is like the Wario of Odin. <laughs> 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 Basically, yeah. He's, um, so this dude is a uh, Perth nightclub manager. And he was the first person in Australia to be. Con- I got confused. I was like, a Norse god is the man? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the clink? That's something. One of the Hemsworth brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was the first person in Australia to be convicted on the charge of publication of material to incite racial hatred oh. um, after Ooh. he basically made hundreds what of racist posts with a fake online profile. So, more than the bogus. Yeah, so, so it was against frost giants. <laughs> <laughs> we must repel yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. He um, uh, so basically, he's, he's a fifty-one-year-old guy. He was a bar manager, and he lost his job. Um, and he worked at some place which you might know, which I think I looked into it. Um, it was a really famous um, music venue, Fly by Night. Oh yeah, right. I saw I saw uh, Doug Stanhope perform there with my dad. Oh really? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. What yeah. year are we talking here? Uh, it would have been maybe like 2014 or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. So is it a big? Um, like it's a it, it's, it was a, no. It's like a it's like a smallish music venue, probably 150. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's it's still going. Like I remember there was a campaign to save the Fly By Night Club, but it was sort of roughly around when I was uh, leaving WA. So I don't know what happened. But Did your dad like stand up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sick. That's real sure good. I don't think my dad would like Doug Stanhope, but yeah, I think my oh my dad might like him. I don't know. I think he'd just be confused. <laughs> Come and tell him. Hey, uh, I got this rude. joke for you later. Yeah, yeah. 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 Try, to, try to fight him up. <laughs> um, the so he he was a bar manager there. He lost his job um, due to COVID lock like the lockdown in early 2020. So he started posing online as a white supremacist. Posing. Uh, posing. Yeah. I'm sure that wasn't like these uh, Centrelink officers well, giving that option. Po- I say posing because he basically. <laughs> You're out uh, of work. Why don't he, you try online? He created, <laughs> created Woden the Bogan. This was his character. So it was a man of a similar age to himself, but he was an ex con living rurally who had supposedly served in the military and married three times with five sons and two daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real guy, he's 51 years old. He's a gay dude, former bar manager, no children to speak of. This is a weird fantasy. So he told his arresting officers he was gay and he created the Woden profile to do research for a fantasy novel he was writing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I don't know. He's posting to like, it was all, this was all on that Gab site, which I, I think is like Facebook or Twitter, but for exclusively right, like Trump's for, version for, of it. So a racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, this was a fantasy novel he was writing about an extremist father who goes on a journey of redemption upon discovering his son is homosexual. Um, so... He basically, he was like, this is a genuine, this is for genuine mm. artistic purposes that I had to, you know, say all these slurs online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I say about the pod. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm researching a novel. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. blokey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's about a guy who loves child porn. <laughs> <laughs> and his redemptive journey. Um, th- this part of the article I, I especially loved because th- this is the... Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not racist. Some of my best mm. friends are black. He, that was basically a lot of his defense. So they got people to come up. His 43 year old sister, Naomi, uh, said he got along fine with the indigenous boys I dated from ages 14 to 17. <laughs> so okay. he's like, well, this guy can't well. be racist. 
And um, I love that specific, like just 14 to 17. <laughs> yeah, and then she, she was like, she no, no more. Um, so she said, yeah, da- Jason's definitely not racist. Um, 40 years later. She admitted she'd seen her brother's post, but it didn't change her opinion of, of him. Uh, then here, this next line, witness Kevin Blundell, whose wife is Filipino, said he didn't believe no. it. <laughs> said he didn't believe it. <laughs> this, is this is in the news article. This is in the news article. What's, where, where was it published? It said, uh, it was like WA Today. Oh, uh, yeah. said he didn't believe that his friend of 25 years was racist. Like, that was it. He was the like... The wife couldn't make it today <laughs> to back him up. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and then my... Uh, what a character. Just a little was. tidbit as well that I liked was that he, um, he, he basically was convicted of that and he was sentenced. Um, but while he was doing that, he had a second... Charge. He was also sentenced for making 35 false reports to police about non-existent violent crimes while drunk. So this guy just used to get hammered, like, you know, post-racist things on Gab and then call up the cops and be like, I've been violent. I've got to research how to dob people into the cops, you know, 35 <laughs> yeah. fucking things. So that's Wode and the Bogan. This is all for a fantasy novel. This is what he claims. What's or, oh, sorry. Do we get a synopsis of the novel from no, WA well, Today? Yeah, yeah, that was the one about the guy. It was a oh, they're a dem- but that's not really a fan. I, like, where are the orcs? Well, like, gay people aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I don't know if you're aware. Did <laughs> 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 I forget? <laughs> um, yeah, I love this guy, Woden the Bogan. Well, Shout out to Woden. Man, for you, it sounds like it's just a it's just melting pot of weirdos. I know it is a melting pot. Yeah. yeah. How did you escape, man? I mean. Well, you're did also you like, I, I love Fremantle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, in terms of like, did you did you feel like an outsider when you're there or was it just everybody was a bit weird and so everyone sort of got Well, on? I mean, so there are different kind of uh, like communities in Frio. So Frio used to be just ethnics. So mm. like Italians, Croatians, Portuguese. Mm. So that was, you know, how like my parents, my, my grandparents, they were all part of that mix. Mm. And then the... We call them skips, uh, oh, or call yeah. you skips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to bleep. <laughs> um, started moving in. And then it, it's when Australia won the America's Cup, yeah. which was, I guess, in the, I think it was the 80s, 80s was it? 80s, I think, yeah. Um, then, like, the sort of wave of gentrification started and, became, like, all the property prices uh, increased and all that sort of stuff. So, and, and that's when, like, the hippies kind of moved in. So, yeah, yeah there, there were kind of, like, it, it was a melting pot. Like, there, there were a lot of different um, elements to it. Mm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I went to I went to high school in Frio. I went to primary school and high school in Frio uh, until like, halfway through year 10. Mm. And um, it was pretty rough. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it was just, it, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't, but fear of my life. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have been like, because you went to like law school and you worked as like a lawyer for a yeah, while, right? So yeah. You, that's like that movie, like The Rage in Placid Lake, I imagine, where you're like, you know, going the, going to law school, getting a good job, and you're surrounded by hippies. So you're, by definition, the weird outsider. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess in Frio terms, yeah, I, I probably would be, yeah. I mean, not like there, there's also like a, a uni in like in the in the city, in the town. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't fit in with like any of the like Australian people never or even really the Italians, to be honest. <laughs> right. Like I was, yeah, I mean. Never went through a dreadlock phase yourself? No, 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 no. I was just, I mean, I was like, you know, you can tell I was a fucking nerd. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so there's no real mystery yeah. to it. I just, I was just not out and about. A couple of fantasy novels yeah. on the, on the boil yourself? Yeah, yeah. Did you, um, 
Someone had something about the jail, right? I had a jail, yeah, because there's like just endless um, famous escapes from that yeah. jail. So I don't know if it's like easy to break out of or whatever, but like a lot of people were doing it back in the day apparently. Um, the best one I found though was this, um, uh, what was it, 1860s-ish or like late 1800s. Um, it was, it's called The Most like famous escape from free mental prison, which was that of six Irish convicts in 1876. Uh, and they were Fenians. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Fenian movement. Nope. Uh, it's basically like Irish Republic, um, Republican Brotherhood, secret political society engaged in resistance against British rule. It's like IRA, early IRA. Yeah, basically. Um, and this is in like 19th century. So a number of Fenians had um, uh, infiltrated the British military. They were discovered, arrested and sentenced to transportation to Australia. Um, in 1865, the convict shipped Hugomont right, arrived in Fremantle carrying 279 convicts, including 62 Fenians, uh, which was the last convict transport to arrive in Australia. Um, the following year, one of the Fenians, this guy John O'Reilly, he basically um, befriended a local Catholic priest who helped him escape um, on a, like a whaling ship, and he got him to Boston. And this guy becomes like he like settles in Boston, becomes like, I think he started a newspaper there, becomes a mad Fenian act, uh, activist. And he kind of like always remembers like there were, like my Fenian brothers are back in this prison stuck in Fremantle. Um, and most of them, there was like a big round of pardons in the uh, 1869, 71. And most of them get released except for six. And uh, so this O'Reilly guy from Boston hears about it. And he's like him and this other Irishman, John Devoy, plot to rescue the remaining six they're like we're not Fair. gonna we're not gonna let the you know our brothers rot in prison mm. uh so he purchases the catalpa ship and he disguises it as a whaling ship uh leaves massachusetts um headed for western australia captained by this dude george anthony crewed by 22 sailors none of whom knew what they were, what the mission was they were like they thought they were getting a job as yeah. a, on a whaling ship yeah um so, so they're spotting whales and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, the guys hey, in why are we going like, past? Oh, no, there's a, be- there's a better one <laughs> further west. <laughs> it's much bigger. Where's the harpoon? Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> got this net. Um, meanwhile, so while, that, so while they're traveling from Massachusetts to Western Australia, these two uh, Fenian agents, John Breslin and Tom Desmond, arrive in Fremantle, uh, masquerading as a wealthy American businessman and Desmond as a wheelwright, which I, I have no idea what. That is, um, you know, arguably should have looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> arguably should have just moved on. Um, the they get there, and so this is yeah, this is like a Ocean's Eleven style. The, mm. the guys here like mixed with the Departed, yeah, yeah. A, little, a little bit, yeah. Um, and they they rock up, and their plan is to release them on Easter Monday, which is a little touch I like. Um, and they they Desmond cut the um, telegraph lines between Fremantle and Perth, so they couldn't communicate. And the six Fenian prisoners left the prison in like because they would do like convict labor, so they'd leave for work essentially, like work duties in the morning. Um, and uh, the six prisoners um, slipped away from their work parties. They're met by this dude Breslin and and Desmond, who's the you know the wealthy um, American businessman, two, two carriages, and they fuck them off straight back to this boat. Uh, which is just a, like it's been sitting there in the in yeah. the bay, <laughs> just with you guys. Like, when are we going to start whaling? Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, we're stopping again, you know. Um, and there was a massive storm, which like because I had a boat to get to the boat, massive storm prevented the boat from reaching them. 
uh, and they can't. They had to wait there overnight while they're like fearing for their lives. But again, no, like I don't know how hopeless like this prison is. I was going to say they just like, walked out. They literally just walked like, out. All right, well, yeah, we'll yeah. see you at five. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got a clock on, um, and they just waited like overnight. Nobody ever seemed to have looked for them. They just like. <laughs> they wake up the next day and they're like, oh, fuck. What, what a daring escape. <laughs> I, uh, it's insane. Um, they got they got to the they got to the boat um, and they like climbed board. They started setting sail and the this is when they you know someone from the prison actually did find them and the, another boat they tried to chase them and um, fired fired up, uh, upon the Catalpa and the guy the captain of the Catalpa basically raised, uh, put an American flag up on his mm-hmm. whaling ship and said, if you fire on me, you're firing on the United States and that's a declaration of war. Right. And, the, and the guy Damn. was like, well, fuck, I don't want to like, start him. World War Zero. Yeah, We don't off. even have a number for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know that's how a movie. everyone like, make, didn't get out of jail. Though. You just go and get some guy. Well, that's the weird Fucking have an American flag. <laughs> 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 you can't shoot me. That's why I love it because it is such an insane, like it would be a cool movie, but it would also just be like, yeah. that would have to be like, like that. You, if you're directing that flick, you have to beef up the security of the prison a little bit because that's like supposed to be, you know, the oh, big yeah. exciting you escape. You need to be based on a real story and have yeah. like someone cutting a bar or a hole in the totally, wall or something. Totally. You can't just like literally walk out and slip rock out on Smoko. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever go down to the jail when it was a tourist attraction? Yeah, we went on an excursion when I was um, when I was at school, and um, yeah, the cells are pretty small. Wouldn't want to be in jail there. <laughs> <laughs> was there were any of the teachers doing the joke like, this is where you'll go if you misbehave? Um, it's a classic teacher joke, I reckon. <laughs> I can't remember. I was like 10. Damn. <laughs> I, I did see that because uh, there was a bunch of um, breakouts for a while. And in the 80s, a guy broke out. But in the, the jail had been shut for 20 years in 2010 or something. Someone called up and said, by the way, like, there's a bomb there that's been hidden under the floorboards of one that can the uh, in the um, one of the cells, and we were going to use it to break out. And I just forgot about it until now. And they literally went and found a bomb hidden under the in oh, wow. one of the cells, like an active bomb. And act, like, well, it was just a it was an explosive um, yep. device. And so it's the tourists have been going in there, walking past, like, oh, it's down here, knocking on stuff <laughs> for 20 oh. years. And Chil- They're walking children. Yeah. yeah. It's just like an old-timey bomb. And they're basically the government were like, oh, don't worry about it. And everyone's like, well, was it a bomb? And they're like, Liz, let's just move on. You know? like, it's just literally there bomb, for Bomb, no bomb. <laughs> Come on. Who's talking bombs? Come on. God. Uh, Depends I, on your definition of bomb. I, um, I also want to talk about uh, this, which was um, there was a bit of – when, what year did you leave? 20? Uh, 2016. Okay, so were you around during, uh, there was a bit of a bikey war around the 2010s? Oh, um, between, I think, Rock one Machine. Rock Machine. Yeah. yeah and uh, Rebels. Can, yeah. Right. Yeah, they... That's um, why you had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they, part in that. So, I, so I grew up in, like, I, I lived in Spearwood, which is a kind of s- suburb of, of Fremantle. Mm. And um, my dad used to take me for haircuts um, to uh, Frank, the barber, who had a barber shop in in Spiel, like in like across from the Blockbuster. Mm. And um, and that when he sold he sold that, and then he started a restaurant in Freo. But that restaurant uh, that um, barber shop became a tattoo parlor. 
Mm. And the tattoo parlor got firebombed by Gosh. Rock Machine because it was gang affiliated. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that's how I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Is Rock Machine the so, name of the gang? Yeah. yeah. Right. So Perth had a couple cool. of gangs um, and most were Perth originated. They had, uh, Some were from like the East Coast. They had Rebels were for the East Coast. Perth had a couple of homegrown gangs. I, I love some of these names. Coffin Cheaters, great name. Yeah. G- uh, Gypsy Jokers from the East Coast. But these are my favourite too. Perth had God's Garbage. Yeah, I like that. Sick name. And yeah. then Club Deros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm patching yeah. over. But that's like the one where it's like, all right, we're the ones who get bullied by yeah. everyone. I know. I don't want to be in the, yeah. the fucking Put me, put me a fucking rock machine, Even God's dude. Garbage is a bit weird. But so there were, that was a bit of a, you know, everyone knew their place. Mm-hmm. Rebels and whatever were, were over there running the show. They were the big gang. Um, and um, Rock Machine were a Canadian gang. And they were actually, they, they spun off from Hell's Angels. And actually, they were involved in like the infamous Quebec bikey wars against Hell's Angels with over like five, six, seven years where there were 160 people died. Wow. It was wow. 80 car bombs. Like they're just car bombing each other for years. And so. It does sound like. It doesn't sound that scary like a Quebec bikey. Like yeah, it sounds I know. kind of funny. It's just a weird, stinky French accent. <laughs> I don't like the French. I'm going to bomb you. Uh, yeah, but uh, the Rock Machine, which that is a cool name, by the yeah. way. I, yeah, I'm, Rock a Machine, big, I'm a fan of Rock Machine. I'm patching. So they come <laughs> over, and apparently, because in WA, I was I said the illegal drug trade in WA is very lucrative. And five thousand dollars of drugs yeah, bought u- in Sydney. Unique to WA, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even compared to the rest of this uh, country, because Rock Machine went straight to. Perth, they didn't bother um, yeah. with uh, East Coast, but apparently $5,000 worth of drugs bought in Sydney would sell for three times that amount in the West. Yeah. So I don't know what well, it costs. Isn't like drugs You go Perth. to Perth and like a schooner of beer is like $12. Like, is everything pretty expensive over there? Beer is very expensive in WA, yeah. Drugs yeah. too, apparently. Yeah, everyone, probably everyone I've has I've never money. taken any illegal <laughs> 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 I just was researching for my, uh, <laughs> my novel. <laughs> my novel. <laughs> um so then, uh, so the Rock Machine turn up and they uh, they initially use a Cardinia gym. Is Cardinia? Cardinia. Cardinia? Yeah. Nearby where we're talking spear yeah. sort of area, that sort of inland from Frio. Fr- Frio adjacent. Frio adjacent, yeah. same corridor sort of thing. And um, Rebels are furious, you know. And so then it's, yeah, there's just a bunch of tit for tat stuff for ages. Um, I don't know which one would it be the, but there was definitely, I, I saw a bunch of, Tattoo art, uh, tattoo shops, firebomb. There was a big brawl broke out in. Um, it was a massive brawl in Metropolis, and also a massive brawl in the Clink. Oh, so wow. they were they were hitting them all. There, um, huge big fight at the at a mixed martial arts event. Which who would have seen that coming? You know, they say uh, they took a break to get sucked off. At the <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they the the rebels and had this big showing of 15 or 20 of them just rode through the Frio entertainment district like looking to start a fight and the cops are all over them the ink assault was maybe one of the was a tattoo parlor was owned set of plays um 2010 and so there's all this back and forth there was actually a fight at the royal Fremantle golf club which i don't know how you have a bikey <laughs> fight at the golf club and uh one of the one of them one of them sprayed the other one with pepper spray i just i I don't know how this is a bikey fight, but anyway. Um, so they go back and forth. The cops steal, uh, sorry, the cops raid, well, steal uh, a whole bunch of explosives from the rock machine. So rock machine in the Canada were like big on bombing mm. and the Perth and they were really worried about that here. And then they found the rock machine here had just enough 
explosives to like level a whole mm. like building, like huge amounts of explosives. Hit none of the floorboards in the jail. Hit none of the floorboards. So then the the WA Rebels president Nick Martin was a victim of assassination. It's going back and forth. A uh, victim of like an assassination attempt. He was shot in his front lawn. And then um, basically the cops go, all right, this is getting ridiculous. They raid them all. They find like all these military guns and like mortars and like just crazy. Imagine using a mortar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Against a clear yeah. like, like having to learn how to use a mortar. Clear, you know. Trying to watch a YouTube video yeah. and yeah. to put the Nick's mortar Nick's barbershop, you know, just like leveling it. Um, Dragging it into the dance floor at the clean. <laughs> So they go, it just goes on forever. But then it sort of settles down. They raid them. They clear them all out a little bit. And then for the start, 2011, 2018, it, it, it kicks up again. There's more tit for tat. And then there's a huge move. The Rebels president or former president, but still active, he's at the Perth motocross event, Motoplex, just mm. sitting there. And he gets fucking assassinated by a sniper rifle. Holy shit. Through the crowd during like in front of everyone. Fuck he's just standing now. there Ooh. and just like shrunk. Yeah. shot dead and it grazed a five-year-old boy's arm the bullet like mm. it went full-on like bullet mode through you know went through him shot <laughs> magic bullet theory we're going bullet mode <laughs> <laughs> it's good of a bullet to fulfill it's kind of what i call like shooting that. a guy <laughs> 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 uh, that's a guy who's never used a gun before <laughs> going on to youtube being like how to go into bullet mode <laughs> 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 so it goes through him and shoot someone behind him as well, another bikey. That's um, lucky. That's two for <laughs> that's one. So lucky. <laughs> that's good, yeah. Two bikies, one. And only stop. grazing the five-year-old's arm. Only too. grazing Because yeah. otherwise... Victimless crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, you'd probably feel a bit bad, I guess. You would yeah. feel pretty terrible, yeah. Unless that yeah. five-year-old was going to grow up. To, to be, be a bike, you yeah, might already be, be a bike. He was oh, at like a motorplex a, a event. Yeah, so. it, could have been, it could have been a time traveling bike. <laughs> a sniper yeah. missed and hit yeah. two bikes. Maybe it's like. Hitler who traveled. <laughs> we thought he'd killed himself, but it actually traveled forward in time and then reduced his age <laughs> <laughs> and attended motorplex. Big move, Hitler. Yeah, he loved a motorplex, Adolf. Oh, and yeah. he caused the fish holocaust, which happened. Ah. Ah. Uh, well, well it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then, um, yeah, th basically the, the cops raid him and then, sorry, this, they, they get shot and it's all like massive. If, during the funeral of uh, Martin, um, he's, his fucking house is robbed and the intruders stole $20,000 from his widow. Which is pretty brutal. Christ, well, that's a bad week. It's though. a bit of rubbing salt in the wound, you know. But uh, I felt bad for the guy until I saw the funeral procession, which was uh, his coffin is adorned with $100 bills. Um, and is that a confederate flag? And, conf and the rebel's flag is the confederate flag. Oh, so okay, they're cool. sort of painting like a widow and da da da. And then it's like, okay, all right, sure. At least he died doing what he loved going yeah. to motorplex, <laughs> yeah. getting shot getting by shot. a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> a cruel victim of bullet mode. <laughs> bullet, bullet mode claims another victim. <laughs> when will, when the will madness stop? Oh man! So then, um, then the cops go crazy and they start introducing uh, crazy any bikey laws and um, mm. shut it all down. I like this though, Chris Ballistic Orchid. If anyone's gone bullet mode, it's Ballistic <laughs> Orchid. So he's a bikey and he ranted about how the laws would turn WA into Nazi Germany. 
But the file photo they used for the article just has him standing in front of a swastika at the clubhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's pro the laws, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's like, I'm in favour of these laws. <laughs> it's got a temper into Nazi Germany. The only other, in favour The only other thing I'd find is I'd uh, just Google Chris Ballistic Orchard and a YouTube video. Is his nickname Ballistic? Ballistic, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they couldn't decide between Chris or Ballistic. So well, that's his middle name then, I guess. <laughs> so then uh, Chris Ballistic Orchard takes out third place at Perth Burnout Competition was the other hey, article. Hey, bronze yeah. ain't bad. Yeah. yeah. Good Get on, on the Chris. podium, Chris. <laughs> So that's a Perth. Uh, so maybe f- it was him with the sniper rifle trying to pick out number one and two in the burnout competition. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and getting the kid, the five-year-old future burnout. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just sniper their tires project. out. You know, yeah. it's a better so, way to go about it. Yeah, but I can't believe you, you, the firebombing was there. You were maybe going to get a haircut. Oh, it was a tattoo parlor by then. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to get a tattoo, tattoo of a haircut. Number three all over. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Oh, man. Were there any characters you knew of, like, in Frio who were kind of larger than life at the time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there was a couple called the Bernies. Yep. You heard of the Bernies? No. Uh, so they were serial killers. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they had a house in Willoughby, which is right near Frio. And my mum actually worked for them. Oh, sorry. She didn't work for them. She worked for this guy, Benny, who owned a lot of... Um, uh, like pubs and, and stuff yep. in uh, in Frio, and uh, as part of that job, she had uh, quite regular dealings with the Bernies um, at the at around the time that they were uh, kidnapping and murdering women around oh, her shit. age. Oh, oh my wow. god! Yeah. yeah, so they were working like it was like a husband and wife. They, yeah, that, yeah, they were working so was together. She, she like, these Bernies are a little kooky. <laughs> um, or was she like, they're pleasant, you would never have guessed. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, she, All she said about it was that she had met them yeah. uh, through work um, and that someone had sort of like come and like come from the future or the past, I'm not sure which, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and that's how I was born. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was the Bernies. Um, uh, I mean, my my dad used to work for the mayor. Oh, yeah. Um, but not when he was the mayor, when he was, like, he also owned a restaurant. A <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, and then there's, like, a bunch of like, homeless people weren't really characters, just sort of homeless. Like <laughs> local <laughs> staples. I can't believe yeah. they were serial killing like husband and wife too. Yeah, like yeah. Fred and Mae West. And, yeah. Because um, yeah. normally it's like the wife will be like, oh, we'll pretend that's not happening. But <laughs> for them to be tag teaming is great. <laughs> yeah. They're on their first day. What do you like doing? Oh, yeah. It's feminism. Do you know how many people like first yeah, I don't know how they got into it. How they together. broach the subject. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that's an awkward to be like, oh, maybe I'll just throw it out there. Yeah. yeah. Want to kill someone? Yeah. Finding out they're into the same fetish. you got to wait a while before you show your crazy side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's must. That's crazy. Did your mum tell you that story like it was nothing? Like, oh, it's probably. Yeah. 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 I don't imagine. I don't, I don't like, I, I mean, I just remember, I don't even remember her telling me. I just have always known mm. that. Um, and that that's why I hadn't ever re- met my real father. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. 
Oh, oh man. man. Well, speaking of kooky couples, I found a very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kooks these serial oh, killers. Wow. But I found like an old timey article from a website called Streets of East Frio. And they had like a bunch of like um, East Rio personalities from like the turn of the century. And uh, two of them were called the Devonishes. And they appeared all over the news because uh, this guy's name is a bit of a mouthful. Barrington Onslow Horace Devonish mm. and his wife, ja- Emma Jane, they caused a scandal in 1908 when Devonish tried to sell his wife to his landlord in lieu of rent. Oh, <laughs> so, oh man. <laughs> Property markets out of control. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> These rental agents. Yeah. Just... So like the story is pretty crook, but like it's just so funny. That Does the he way... get it back when he cleans it? Again? <laughs> 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 no, they ask for receipts. Uh, but like uh, it's just so the way we've talked about this before, but the way these old-timey newspapers write about crimes like this oh, and great. the way that they describe people can, like, border on, like, completely offensive and then, like, but also using, like, weird rhyming schemes and, like, uh, similes and, like, um, what do you call it when alliteration and yeah, stuff. Yeah. There, So the headline was called Rorty Old Reese, Devonish's Devilish Designing Documents. And then it says, Trafficking a Wife to Pay Off a Debt. And then it calls them Filthy Freaks at Fremantle. <laughs> <laughs> and they love their alliteration. Anything. Yeah. So then it was basically saying that, like, what happened was uh, that this guy, uh, 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 Barrington, he, he was, like, 25 years old, and he lost his job at a porter as a porter, a, a not por- at a porter. They're shutting them all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> sucking someone off. He lost twice. his job and uh his uh his um landlord is this older bloke called Reese, who they describe as a middle aged rascal whose past is something Ooh. of a mystery. Uh in his cups he has spoken of a wife and family in New Zealand. For a long time he earned a living in Fremantle at bailiffing, rent collecting and little Clerical work. He reportedly got over the odds with drink, which I think just means he was a raging alcoholic. And so, like, basically, this guy gets tanked, right? And he goes out to a pub, gets kicked out, is drunk and disorderly, gets arrested by the police, and then on his property, they find a document that say, in, like, consideration of one pound sterling, this wife now belongs to Reese in lieu of rent. Oh, so they promptly arrest him oh, and then go for Barrington as well. And I've rested, like is Barrington which one's the landlord? Reese. Reese okay. is the landlord. So he he gets in trouble too because they're like Of course. This, this is and this is illegal. Yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> he's, no, he's looking to defend him pro bono. <laughs> this is an injustice. Is, uh, <laughs> he thought about going back in time if it was legal. <laughs> and so basically... How long do you yeah. have to go back until it's legal? <laughs> <laughs> Can we find that out? 1908, <laughs> 1907. So I can't believe there's a guy called Barrington paying rent. I thought that Barrington... Barrington Onslow Horace. How yeah. is he a renter yeah. on domain cool. rentals? But anyway, so like the, the newspapers kind of like track the court case where, where it can. And they're like... Like the the headline of uh, the next article is sale of a wife feel a fearsome fermental frolics bad bounder barter's bride dirty doings of Devonish sordid squalid story she's a Dr Seuss book of a headline <laughs> oh, but no. then it describes all the three people and then it calls um but it so it, it describes the wife as a slim and not bad looking young woman Ooh. which you can do and then it describes. Albert Edward Reese is an elderly man who owns property in East Fremantle. And Drew, I think you'll like this term. And he sometimes looks upon the wine when it is red. That's not bad. Which is a. I don't mind looking upon the wine. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you'd get <laughs> into that. That's red. So basically, 
Reese is found with this document, but he's also shown up like pissed at Barrington and Emma's house and been like, let me at your wife. And they're like, nah. And he's like, I'm coming in anyway. And so he tries like to start spanking her on the arm with a stick. And she... I don't know if that's a spank. She beats him down. She's like, all right. And then it says also that, like, the husband was assisting her and protecting her, but doesn't mention anything that he this did. This is just the guy in the kebab shop all over again. Yeah, exactly. Bit of fun. Bit of silliness. <laughs> and so the case goes to court, and they find out, like, the document, the rental document, was drawn up in front of the wife, who the whole time is like, I don't really want to do this. And they're like, sure you do, you know? And so she's on the stand. She gets, like, pretty... Stop being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, and we got a little hysteria over here. <laughs> and so she's on the stand, like, describing this, and she's pretty distraught, and the lawyer's, yeah. like, bringing the stuff up. And uh, the lawyer then goes, has Mr. Reese ever proposed this arrangement before? And she says he's done it a bunch of times. And then she faints and has to be carried out of court. Oh, and eventually uh, both Reese and the husband are found guilty. There wasn't a record of what they were sentenced to or how long but then in the future like there are a bunch of articles about the wife getting just in further legal trouble like multiple times for being drunk and just hurling obscenities in bars oh no which is probably like what you would do like you'd get drunk and be like my fucking husband tried to sell me and then people are like all right into jail you go you know yeah you old soak yeah you're looking upon too much wine that was the yeah that was the famous devonishes of east Fremantle. man we've had some crazy kooks and characters on this episode haven't we andrew what do you reckon absolutely we're looking at the <laughs> in the future, they'll be telling stories <laughs> on a future space um, podcast. We can't take Andrew to Motorplex anymore. He's no. there the whole time. We got okay. to ask yeah, we got to ask our last two questions. So, Andrew, uh, if someone says to you, hey, man, I'm going to Fremantle for mm. a day. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them? Uh, morning, you go to breakfast at Geno's. Uh, that's on the Cappuccino Strip. Uh, There's a cappuccino strip. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's like, that. it's like, um, yeah, just all Italian restaurants. Damn. Mm. Uh, what was it? Lunch? Mm. Yeah. So, it's just like three meals. <laughs> <laughs> it can uh, be. Uh, I mean, you go to South South Beach is nice. Yeah. Or even further down, Coogee Beach. That's my favorite. Um, and then nighttime, maybe you go to like, uh, the, like the fish market. You go stop in at Little Creatures. Mm. Uh, go to Cicerello's to uh, get a fish and chips. Um, yeah, and go maybe go for a night swim. Bathers oh, Beach. Uh, night yeah. swim. Drop your pants, go to a kebab shop. Yeah. Knock yeah. out a teacher. No shark, is there sharks? Sharks um, are eating people over there? Uh, in WA, yes, but not in Freo. Like okay. it, it's relation to the Coban Sound. Um, mm, it's pretty there you go. Freo, like, it's pretty, like, uh, link, like, a lot of people from Freo go over the Rottnest Island as well, especially yeah. for... Perth schoolies, which yeah. levers is it called? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. go to Rotten Island for levers? Not for levers. Um, Jeez, I just try to pick up high school girls. <laughs> I, we we did go when we were at uni, but we left we left a day before the levers got there. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, same there, same deal. Is there a is there a you know schoolies and toolies over here? Do you have a, absolutely? A, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah what, plenty. Is there a, Do they have a name? Toolies, yeah. Oh. Okay, same. So it's levers yeah. and toolies. That's yeah. Or school, schoolies and toolies. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Right. Okay. 
Okay, and our final question <laughs> is, when all is said and done in your comedy career, it's ascended to the highest heights. You've emceed Zone four times. Your a fantasy record. novel is a bestseller. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, he can say all the slurs he wants, <laughs> the books are this good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when all is said and done, you've made millions, would yeah. you settle down in Fremantle? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Great like question. Yeah. Great. A lot of people say no. A lot of no. people say no. No, no, no. Frere rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. we'd yeah. love to hear stuff like yeah. that. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yes, I'll be in uh, Adelaide for the Fringe Festival uh, in, I think it's the 8th to the 13th of March. And then I'm doing the first two weeks of the Melbourne uh, Comedy Festival, uh, I think from the 30th of March. And What's um, your show called? Tough Guy. Oh. Yeah. 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 And um, Bullet Mode. <laughs> it's not too late to change it. Yeah, and and uh, and and and, uh, and my Instagram is Enter the Portman. I've got like a lot of funny little like, videos ah. and, and things. Ske- sketches, a lot of funny, funny and clips, and clips and sketches. And so you're a silly guy. Series. You're a silly guy. Online. I'm a silly, funny guy. No crazy weird takes. You definitely. Silly. Um, you reap. I don't. Retweet whatever the Facebook <laughs> version of retweeting <laughs> is, but you definitely post a lot of uh, great Sicilian memes on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. and add me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> on my personal, <laughs> my personal <laughs> uh, it's Andrew Portelli, and then my profile picture is a photo of my face, but I'm holding like a little espresso cup in front of my mouth. Oh, yeah. So that just because there are a few different ones, so that one's me. So <laughs> just click add friend. Five Andrew Portelli. So if you need a new friend, yeah. Andrew's here if you need for a you. friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging my friendship <laughs> <laughs> from the 13th of March. <laughs> All right, oh, wonderful. And as always, you can uh, find us every week. Uh, we release on Monday and full video on Tuesday. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we're on all the social media platforms. Drew's very obsessed with our TikTok channel and our reels. He looks at the numbers every two minutes and <laughs> tells us if they're bombing or not. Every two minutes, they go up by one. He's like, oh, this <laughs> <Yeah>. is great. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. What? 20 is a bomb. 21 is the most unheralded success we've ever had. Uh, but please like us on all that stuff. Uh, get in contact with us if you've got any hot information about suburbs or request for suburbs and we'll try and get them done oh a special shout out to uh, uh kim and luke who came down to everly comedy who said they were fans of the pod and if you like live comedy that is the best room in sydney you can watch me host everly comedy every sunday and i think by the time this comes out caution will have fucked off to melbourne so drew will probably be in the hot seat <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah so if you like two little men freezing up immediately <laughs> yeah. there's a whole month worth of it if you like to see me panic go red and uh, start to cry then you get on down make an inside joke from the pod that i make two people in the <laughs> yeah well the only two people who will get it will also be the only two, <laughs> no, people, two people in the audience yeah. so we're fine come down uh, check it out what a fun episode all right Andrew, thank Thanks, you so much Andrew. for coming Thanks on for we'll see you next week bye bye, bye. Thank you.